It's time for some weird news. Yes. If you haven't guessed weird it by news. that, Joe, yeah, it's weird news time. But you know what? You didn't do the thing where oh, you said the weird <laughs> news over the weird news. You know, like, it's time for some weird news. It's time for some weird news. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, okay, so the weird news got sprung this week, um, which, again, we only do this when we happen to see some weird news. Weird news. Uh, and the first one that I came across, Joe, that popped up on my, uh, I think I saw it, like, on my Google News or something. Um, a British man stacked five M&Ms on top of each other, which breaks the previous Guinness World Record. How is this even Wait, a record? I... I, hmm, wow. So that was a record to begin with? Yeah, apparently the and, record was four. If you he stacked five. If you've ever tried to stack M&Ms on top of each other, it's really difficult. I've, I've only been able to stack, like, two. And then you try for that third one, it always falls. I've never tried it. Oh, you gotta try it, dude. I, I, I can, I, I, I gotta give this guy props, though, because it, it had to have taken some many many tries um and i'm sure they had to yeah. inspect the m&ms too to, for it to be a, a record because yeah. what if you like what if you like sh- like filed down like little flat spots or something or just tiny 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 enough to get them to stack better yeah so i'm sure i'm sure it was legit if it made it into the uh the world record um did they get they, they had like an event for this or you think i don't well you have to have somebody there who is registered with the guinness book of world records as a as a witness yeah, to witness it. So yeah, you have to, you kind of have to schedule these things. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, yeah, like it, <clears throat> see, he must've done it before and then said, Hey, um, I need Guinness to come out here and, and check this out. I'm going to stack some candy. Like, <laughs> I, and right. I and mean, I wonder if it, does it say at all? Does it say like, if it was like a, a few hours till he could get it to work or did he just go bang, 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 bang. And he was done. No, I'm sure. I'm sure it took some time. Um, so they probably had that guy over for like dinner. Um, yeah, you probably spent the night. <laughs> he's like, "Are you going to try tomorrow, or do I have to stay again?" Right. Yeah. He's like, "God Almighty!" Like, this is, it's getting awkward. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Hang on. Hang on. Two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> God, I haven't used our I used our board like that in a long time. Um, okay. So. I do. Yeah. Have, I do have one more, and I know you have a couple of them too. I do. I got. I got some weird news. Nice. Okay. So my next story that I came across. Um, this was definitely got to be. Uh, I don't know. Like I'm just gonna read the article, and then we'll get into it. Um, not the article, just the headline, basically. Uh, so a lobster diver in Cape Cod says a humpback whale scooped him up and spat him out. What? Uh, he said he spent about 45 seconds inside the mouth of a humpback whale. He was, uh, he was diving for uh, lobsters and well, lo and behold, a big old whale came by and put him in his mouth. And it spit him back out. I guess it took him for a bit of a ride for about 45 seconds. Um, it said in the article, he suffered from, from some like soft tissue damage, nothing like, you know, life threatening, nothing, nothing too bad uh but yeah dude could you imagine as you're like you're going along just blah, 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 you know, like at the bottom of the ocean uh, oh my god and then all of a sudden yeah just and i think those things too when they, when they open their mouth up 
Um, I think it creates like a bit of like a vacuum into their mouth. Yeah, they, they kind of like pull in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine all of a sudden you're like, like what the hell? And just whoosh, you just get sucked in, and then you see the mouth of a of a fucking whale. Uh, I'm not even sure what I do. I don't know. Like I don't know. First of all, you would be like. uh but now dude like i i I think at that point if you got pulled into a whale's mouth and then saw what light was available at that point still closing in front of you and then you're in total darkness being being just like yeah swam around in in the mouth of this thing do they swallow? Like, I, I, I'm assuming it just didn't swallow him for some reason. Yeah, right. Uh, maybe the whale knew. Maybe well, I spit him back out. So maybe it knew that it had something too big. Yeah, in his mouth and got rid of him. Thank goodness it recognized that because if if that thing would have swallowed him, then game over. So this whole thing is based on did he just report it? That's just what he said, or was there any like, was there any? I mean. I'm assuming he's telling the truth, but was there any evidence of what happened or it does just it not says, say? No, it just says that's what he said. Um, okay. Not trying to, to discredit him, but there was no like eyewitnesses. Um, so it'd be kind of uh, weird if there was, well, I guess if another diver was there that didn't get sucked up, that could be an eyewitness. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't say that in the story. Um, you would think though, like, I think, I don't know if you can actually dive uh, legally, like by yourself. I think you have to dive in, in pairs, don't you at least? Uh, I think for so okay, for some reason I think that's true, but I have absolutely no diving experience and no way to confirm that unless I Google it real quick or something. Yeah, which I don't care that much, but uh, right. I, I feel like that should be a rule if it isn't. Um, it does sound like a rule. Yeah. It sounds like a smart rule. It would be. Yeah. That you can't go, you can't go diving by your lonesome. Um, right. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, all right. So, any thoughts on the uh, the whale eating the the crabber? I'm I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it uh, half. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it fifty percent chance of being true. Yeah, I'm I'm also there too. Like it could totally be fabricated. Um, yeah. Or I don't know, man. You just don't you don't hear about it. Uh, sure, stranger things have happened, right? That's why it made the weird news. Um, <laughs> what, do they, what do they usually eat, though? What do they call it, like krill or something? Or krill, yeah. Okay. They basically just swim into schools of of shrimp and just eat them. Yeah. So, would the shrimp be there at the like anytime you've seen like video of a whale eating krill? It's yeah. always like it's not at the bottom of the ocean where they're crabbing. Like so that no, unless he unless. He was like maybe perhaps on his way back up or something. Sure, sure. He could. I guess you're right. He could have been anywhere within the, the depth of the, of wherever he was at. Yeah, because that's a deep dive too for like to be in an area where there's going to be a whale. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, when you come back up, you have to come up in like stages or something, so you don't, um, you know, get like, what well, like bubbles in your blood. I don't know the terms. Um, oh yeah, that's super dangerous when you're diving really dangerous yeah so maybe he was just hanging and all of a sudden he's like oh shit there's like a whole bunch of krill around me and then poof, like right <laughs> right into the mouth of a whale so all right let's move on joe you got a couple stories let's see what those yes, are i do okay you ready for this one yep looking at it right now uh here we go emergency crew mm-hmm. rescues sex doll after mistaking it for a drowning woman <laughs> oh wait and there's there's photos and everything. 
to show. Oh, there is photo. Oh, you have to link this. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, <laughs> I don't even know what here, to say about this. <laughs> here we go. A team of emergency rescue divers was flummoxed after responding to the scene of a nude drowning woman. Drowning woman is in quotation marks. Only discover it was actually a floating life-size sex doll. Now, okay. I guess in the in I'd like to see the pictures because I guess what I'm thinking, I don't know what like maybe maybe like modern sex dolls are like way more, you know, human looking. Um because when I think of like a sex doll in my mind, the one from like the movie Airplane comes to mind. Right, right. Like the inflatable, you know, balloon That's- type is that what it That's, was? Yeah, here's what I'm looking at, and I'll we'll, maybe we could link it. Um, we'll link it on the Facebook page. But I could, I can totally see looking at the picture if you saw because it's it's got like that that skin color tint to it, yeah, right, and it's face down, right. Mm-hmm. So if, and it's got all the it's it it's got all the appendages. It looks like a person because it's in the water, so all the details are masked. Is it so the hair? only thing. Yeah, it even has hair. Oh, okay. So the only thing that you can really make out is this thing is shaped like a body, uh, and it's upside down in the water. So okay. apparently, reading in, reading in here, a few people thought that they saw a dead body and had phoned the authorities. And in comes, like, in comes apparently the the fire and rescue. Here comes the, um, uh, sorry, the, the ambulance, uh, you know, the ambulances, the police. And they end up fishing this thing out, and it quite literally was a sex doll. <laughs> uh, I mean, thank God it was just, you know, a doll. Yeah, um, right, right. Yeah, and not a, you know, an actual human being. But my question is, how did it end up in the water in the first place? Like, do you think they, someone did it? They don't know. Do you think someone did it on purpose? Like, they chucked it off a bridge or something? Or I don't know. That seems right. That almost seems plausible. Like somebody threw it off a bridge as a joke or maybe yeah. Right? it's either that um, because there's no way someone accidentally dropped their sex doll in the water. Um, so it was definitely done. I would say intentionally um, not sure why uh, or the other, the other plausible scenario I can see is let's say this guy, like some guy went camping. Okay. Down like down by the river. And he took his sex doll with him. Right. Uh, and he left her, he left her like laying outside um, by the water's edge. And perhaps like, you know, maybe 10 miles upstream, there was a storm and the water rose up a little bit. And it, and it took his sex doll downriver. <laughs> <laughs> and he woke up and he's like, oh no, my sex doll's gone. So it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So that, that's my, that, that's definitely a scenario I could uh, probably never see actually happening, but. Um, <laughs> that's where my <laughs> mind went. I'm like, I'm like some perv in the woods. Um, yeah. So no, I'll bet, I'll bet you though. Someone probably did just like chuck it in the water. I mean, with, this with happened, the anticipation of someone finding it and thinking it was, like this a, is, this is Japan's Northeast coast. I don't know if that matters. Oh, it's same, Japanese. Same. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then uh, those. Okay. Look, I don't want to say anything like, <laughs> right. You're like, I don't want to, I don't want to offend anybody. But from what I've what I've heard is that those kind of things are much more prevalent over there. So I did watch something commer- on Japan, the commercial products in Japan mm-hmm. several years ago. And yes, sex dolls just 
commercially, the way that they sell, yeah. sell higher in Japan than they do in other places on the planet. It's maybe. Just, just Yeah. Maybe it was like strapped to the roof of somebody's car and they were moving. Oh, that's a good one. And it, and it just flew off. It flew off into the river. Yeah. And I am not going to do any Japanese accents because I don't want to offend anybody. So, Well, they, they dragged it out. Yep. And that's what it was. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's a... Uh, that's definitely a weird story, man. Yeah, it's well, welcome to the weird news. Yes. <laughs> All right, what you, you got? Right. You got one more, two more. What do you got? I got, I got two more. Perfect. Okay. Okay, I've got ready for this. All right, lab tests reportedly find no identifiable, identifiable mm-hmm. Jesus. That's okay. <laughs> identifiable tuna DNA in subway in Subway's tuna sandwich. I have again. heard this before. Yes. Yes. Apparently it happened again. Apparently they did this several years ago, but because of a new lawsuit, they did it again. And there, there is no tuna in Subway's tuna sandwich, and no one's sure what it is. Yeah, what is it? Like, do uh, they have any any idea? Like, if they rinse off all the mayonnaise and stuff that's in it, like, like what are they, what are they left with? What is that? So, here's what Subway said. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, Subway said that the only thing that the that the DNA test indicates is that DNA testing is an unreliable method for identifying processed tuna. Oh, is it? So I I, I guess Subway is still claiming it's tuna. Okay. Well, let's. Okay. What if they go buy a can of uh, or the fish at the sea, whatever it's called. Um, what are the regular tunas called? You buy at the store. Yeah, the the the, the canned tuna. Yeah. yeah. If they do a DNA test on canned tuna, does it also resemble the same results? Like, mm. or, or is there actual DNA in those cans, but not in Subway's tuna? You know I, I mean? would hope that if you buy canned tuna, it's got to be tuna. I'm sure it is. Like, but it. You can you can clearly tell that it's it's meat. Um, sure, right, 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 right. Yeah, it's not it's not masked in in mayonnaise. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like I would, I would think that I'd almost want to side with Subway on this and say there's no way they were okay. Well, I don't know because like because I know, I know Taco Bell has uh, uh, has been rumored. Uh, to have had questionable meat in their tacos. Sure, like like C-grade, F-grade, Z-grade meat. Right, but it's still meat. It's not it's not the best meat, but they grind up the shit out of it and, and throw sure. a whole bunch of spices in it, and it right. tastes fine. Right, and now it's meat again. Yeah, it's like no, the same. No, sorry, it's, it's processed meat again. <laughs> super processed, spicy, delicious meat. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like, that stuff's like the same grade that they would use to make like dog food, which isn't, which isn't good if you've ever seen any of those like videos on, you know, how they make dog food. Oh, geez. Um, but no, it's, yeah, it's all the, all the leftover bits and stuff. Um, but anyway, so back to the tuna. So, but uh, this is an interesting controversy because Subway is, here's, here's what's strange. Subway is sticking by their guns on this. They haven't backed down and said, well, you know, technically it's just, it's, you know, they haven't said, well, we have the right to, you know, basically sell reprocessed, um, you know, 
creatures of the ocean or or some something else and call it tuna. They haven't said that. They are sticking with their guns and they are saying it is 100% wild caught wild caught cooked tuna and that the only thing that the tests can confirm is that DNA tests for tuna don't work well with their processed meat. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, go just follow from step 1 until it hits the subway store and there's your answer like see how they do it man right uh like okay like like okay let's just say hypothetically these tests aren't accurate um let's just let's like let's start out when when you guys catch it and let's see the process like and then we'll we'll back down if that's like you know if you're actually using tuna and we can see that you're grinding up tuna and making tuna sandwiches then so Absolutely. And here's something interesting. I didn't I didn't realize this until I got to the end of the article. It, so in, are you aware of Inside Edition? They're basically a tabloid show. Mm, yeah. They did their own tests in February. And apparently the lab that they used did report to Inside Edition. They tested three subway locations in New York. The tests that the lab that Inside Edition used said we can confirm this is tuna. Okay. So that really, I don't think, man, I, I don't know. I don't think that works well for the, for the, for the folks bringing the lawsuit in this case. No, no. And like, like I said, dude, just go watch them make it. And there's your answer. Um, or whoever, I guess they're, whoever they're getting it from. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, on the other hand too, like, okay, that's a lot of tuna fish. You'd have to be, processing to supply every single subway like across the board across the world it's a ton of tuna right it's a lot of tuna um right maybe maybe there are some like other additives they're they're putting in there like maybe some like other fish um or or i wouldn't be surprised who knows no i wouldn't be surprised at all if that was the case yeah like i i wouldn't be like appalled by that if that's what we found out uh, I don't get their tune anyways, but uh, I don't either. It's too mayonnaise yeah. for me. Is that a word I can use? Sure. Yeah. Like if they, if they sold it drier than the way that they do, I might order it, but I, I don't eat at subway that much for one thing. And two, I don't get their tuna. Yeah. I do love their, uh, like their spicy Italians. Mm, those are so good. I like the, I like the Italian too. That's what we should do. We should have a, we should have a fast food special. Have we done that before? I, oh well, we talked about it with somebody one time. We said like, which which place? Do you, like, I don't like that or something, right? Yeah, Didn't we do that in season one. I think so. We're gonna have to go back and find out for sure. <laughs> I know. I feel like there's so many, there's so many episodes. It's like, yeah, how often things just kind of blur blur off into the background. How often do you find yourself like in conversation with somebody, and you're like, oh my god, like we talked about this on the podcast. Um, oh, I do it to my wife all the time. Oh, all the time, like all the time. Yeah, they're like, oh, like this. I can't even think of an example now. Um, but yeah, they're like, they they bring up a subject. I'm like, dude, I'm like I literally just talked about this with Joe on the podcast like two weeks ago. It always makes that awkward moment too, where you have to be like, yeah, we just talked about this on the podcast, and then you have to explain that we have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, oh, well, I got a podcast with a friend of mine, and you know, we've got you know, here, here's you know, you can look us up on Facebook with this, you know, this term right here, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, here, I'll send you a link. You can listen to it. Yeah, you probably hate it. You better li- you gotta send it to me. Like, you better listen to it. Yeah, then you give him like a little fair warning. Like Dave does swear a little bit. Uh. Like, 
I mean, I try to get him to stop, but yeah. <laughs> he always drops the f bomb, especially if we're doing a late podcast. Um, all right, so what's your what's your last I weird got, news? I got well, I got one. I'll go one more. Um, a town sells its water tower by accident. Really? How the fuck did that even happen? <laughs> yeah. This is a Florida. They put it on like eBay yep. or something. <laughs> so apparently, um, they were selling an old municipal building that they didn't need anymore. Okay. Oh no. Okay. And what the t- the town didn't mm-hmm. realize what they accidentally sold when they sold the municipal building and the land that it was on was the water tower for the entire town. So who like the guy that bought it? Or the person who bought it was it like a company that bought so it or a business, a businessman purchased a municipal building mm-hmm. underneath the city of Brookville's water tower last April for $55,000, $55,000 with the goal of converting it into a gym. Oh, so okay. he went to the County to get his official address. Cause he didn't, he wasn't exactly sure what it was. Uh, water tower road. And, <laughs> yeah. And they were like, okay, here's your address. And by the way, there's a water tower in like the back corner of your lot. And he's like, what? I didn't. They're like, yeah, it includes that. So you now own the water tower. So wait a minute. So does the city then now have to pay him for the use (laughs) of the water tower? I almost wish that the story was that comical, (laughs) but apparently he just willed it back to the County. I would have done the same thing. He like, transferred it back to Brooksville. He, he wasn't like, he wasn't like the evil. Water is now a million dollars a gallon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good thing. He was a nice gentleman and uh, yeah. didn't care to keep it. He'd be like, you know, like I want to use this actually. Um, like I mean, to, I want to fill up a swimming pool. <laughs> right. But, but John McEvil now owns the water tower. So, that's funny um yeah so like what would have happened if uh if he said like no like i'm not giving it back to you i don't i don't know like i i'm assuming that they would have been forced to buy that buy it back corner yeah i'm assuming that he would have sold them that corner of land for whatever it was worth Jeez. yeah yeah like i said good thing he was uh uh a Good sport about it and just gave it back. Yeah. The the city's this is a town of eighty five hundred people, right? It's <laughs> yeah, it it's sounds probably like our town. very yeah, exactly. It's probably very similar to the little towns that we uh grew up in. Uh and apparently the city's redevelopment director resigned after the after it. He oh, actually really? was so ashamed he resigned, yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, like yeah, it sucks, but I don't know. Yeah, why? Right? Yeah. Now, if it went down like a whole big legal battle and stuff, yeah, maybe like be ashamed about it. But you know, it's like, dude, like, whoops, like it was just clarify yeah. or like the guy gave it back, whatever. Um, I I don't know, but apparently he was so ashamed he resigned. Yeah, hey, <laughs> well, maybe maybe he was just looking for that that little little push. He's yeah. He's like, oh man, I really have to leave now. <laughs> he hates his job. Yeah. Or maybe he just really is bad at it. And that was like, that was like, oh God, like, you know, Bob did it again. Like he sold the, sold the water tower. Last week he sold. Yeah. Last week he sold the city pool. Right. Yeah. It's like, God, Bob, he's like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, 
Yeah. I'm not trying this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for some weird news. I like I like the weird news opening. Me I think too. it's one of our I think it's one of our best segment cuts. It is. I threw that together on a whim. And that was uh yeah, like that was it's a you know when you hear that. It's you know how you know it's the weird news? Dun, 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 the beginning of it. And then, and you also say it's time for the weird news. <laughs> I remember this time to not to not talk over top of it. Dude, that was that's my that's been my favorite <laughs> blooper of that's going to go on the blooper reel one of these days um all right joe so the first story that i have here on weird news the weird news is actually a uh, it's a local story Lo- so right so it's just this isn't just bizarre stuff that we picked up off the internet no it's which we do have bizarre stuff that we picked this up. happened literally like what an hour from here yeah um so the article says and i do not have i don't have anything farther than the the article title. Okay. You haven't, you haven't read into this yet. No. Okay. I didn't need to. Oh, okay. Okay. I just felt this was enough. Okay. So here you go. Police say a teen was busted for stealing tuna fish and watching porn after breaking into a business in blank County recently. But is your, are you blanking the County out to be nice to them? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. He was doing what? He was busted for stealing tuna fish and watching porn. Really? Very weird. I'm, I just wouldn't think that those two things I mean, look, go together at I mean, any point in time. It just, it is odd. So what I'm guessing was like, so he broke in. Okay. And I'm assuming had a can opener with him. Maybe. Did he say what he broke into? It just said a local business. So I'm assuming it was like some sort of local grocery or like mom and pop shop. It would almost have to be to find uh, tuna fish. Right. But so he, he cracked open some tuna. Yeah. And assuming like set up some porn on his phone uh, and was sitting there eating tuna, watching some porn. I think, right. It has to be on the phone because I don't think the, I mean, unless the business had read, readily available porn, which is kind of would be, unless he vote broke into a 1997 video store. Right, yeah. That had tuna fish? That's a good point, too. It could have been, but I mean, what are the odds that a, that a video store with porn had tuna? Right next, <laughs> right at the front, like the front entry counter. Yeah, it is an odd, odd it's, situation. It's just weird that those two things, like the, the person that did so, oops, picked those, I, I don't know, I'm very confused. So I have to imagine that I have to imagine that there there were other things going on in the article that link some of these actions together. And if not, I mean, there may have been, but I didn't read them. Sure. Headlines are good. Yeah. I just wanted to speculate. Uh, <laughs> it's funnier that way. Yeah. So, I mean, let's just say you were going to break into a store yeah. and um, sit down and enjoy yourself some porn, Joe. Yeah. What would be your first choice of food? Popcorn. Yeah. Okay. Well, what if they didn't have a microwave? Chips? Chips. Okay. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Gonna, and it's not tuna fish. Yeah. It's it, chips. It's chips. Yeah. Or like, or like, like snacks, like candy or something. Like if they have like boxed candy or whatever. Or like pre-made subs. Oh yeah. Yeah. But they have any of those sitting around. Yeah. There's many options. I mean, I have to, could have had. I have to imagine they broke in late at night after hours. Oh, I'm assuming. Right. That. But like, like with the tuna, like it's, it requires a mechanical piece of equipment. Yeah. 
to open it. Yeah, there's like a level of there's like a level of difficulty here that is probably unnecessary. Yeah, it's like so he must have really wanted tuna. I mean, right? Maybe they just maybe they re- yeah maybe they brought it with them like in preparation for this moment. Although right? I could say it didn't say can of tuna. It could have been like those peel pouches. Wait, peel pouches. It's like a pouch of tuna. You just rip it open. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it dried tuna? Um, yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not like dry, dry, but it's, uh, you know, they're like usually, usually flavored. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, like ranch or, you know, garlics and herb. Um, have you ever, have you ever had those? Yeah. Are they any good? Yeah. They're actually really good. Huh. I'm going to pick up some on the way home. You know, they go well with Joe? Porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit of porn. Yeah. That, okay. That one is bizarre. That definitely deserves a spot in the weird news for mm-hmm. sure. What did you find? Okay. So I've got. Here we go. You can move your mic. I got to move my mic over here. There it goes. Okay. This is the future. All right. I've got woman sues. This is from Fox Business too. So I just didn't pick this up of, uh, you know, rando website. Ready? Woman sues McDonald's after burger ad compelled her to break her Lenten fast. So... Let's, so, let's, let's take that in, right? Read it one more time. Okay. Woman sues McDonald's after a burger ad, like one burger ad that McDonald's ran apparently, and I think this is in Russia. So woman sues McDonald's after burger ad compelled her to break her Lenten fast. And I just, here, I'll read. Did it like, okay, uh, did she succeed is the question. I think she's in the middle of the lawsuit now. There's no fucking way. There's no way. So here, let me give you like the three cent version, right? Yeah. The Russian woman is allegedly suing the fast food chain after claiming that seeing a mouth-watering cheeseburger commercial made her break her fast during Lent. When I, here's a quote. When I saw an advertising banner, I could not help myself. <sighs> She's an Orthodox Christian in a court statement regarding the Mac religious act, according to Russian state media. All right, so I got a couple of things about this. Yeah. Uh, kudos to McDonald's for putting together such a fucking tremendous yeah. ad. It's one hell of an ad campaign that it would drive somebody to break their fast or whatever it was yeah. um, and eat meat. I mean, apparently they were just piercing right into the center of her brain. All of her beliefs went right out the window. Throw it, yeah, dude, they fucking gone, dude. Like she's like, it's like, fuck it. Like, I can't help myself anymore. Yep. It's like this burger looks amazing. Give it to me. Do you think it was the, uh, what do you think it was? Like a Big Mac? Was it McDonald's? I think said? she said, I think she just said it was a cheeseburger. A fucking cheeseburger? So it's, so it's like the, might, might have been the quarter pounder with cheese. Okay. I mean, I will say just looks, you know, as I mean, far as looks go, the Big Mac is fucking tasty looking. Yeah. I, I prefer the quarter pounder actually. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I go to McDonald's, hmm? the quarter pounder with cheese is, is, is my, like if I don't know what else to get or I'm just in a hurry. I, I usually get the quarter pounder of cheese. The Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese, yes. <laughs> yeah, I am not a big quarter pounder with cheese. No, no, no. no. I mean, they're good, but man, the fucking Big Mac's where it's at. Okay, okay, so you're a Big Mac guy. I am, yeah. Um, well, apparently she apparently she's just cheeseburger anything because she broke her Lenten fast, or at least it alleges that she did. Well, let's kind of dive into this a little bit. So let's say that they actually go to court. Yeah. And the McDonald's representative... Um, is on stand and they're like, okay, Mr. Uh, actually I'll, I'll play that role if you're okay with that. Yeah. Okay, I'll be, okay. I'll be the, uh, um, I'll be the lawyer. Okay. Representing. And you're going to be, you're going to be the McDonald's guy. 
I'm the McDonald's lawyer. Representing. I'm defending McDonald's. Yeah. Okay. And for argument's sake, your name is still Joe. Okay. I'm Joe, the McDonald's lawyer defending McDonald's. Yeah. But Joe, can you please explain why, why Mrs. uh, What are we going to call her? Uh, uh, Does she have a name? Of, of, of Anikova. Mrs. Anikova? Yeah. All right. So Joe, we have over here, uh, Mrs. Anikova. Mm Mm-hmm. And your guys' ad campaign has uh, has made her throw away all of her beliefs and eat a cheeseburger. What, what was she? Uh, what was her thing again? Like, what she she was fasting? What was it? She was fasting for Lent. Fasting. She for wasn't Lent. eating meat during Lent. No meat for Lent. Okay. Yeah. Explain yourself, sir. Uh, it's it's an ad campaign. It's designed to get you to eat the cheeseburger. Well, you succeeded, sir. Uh, Joe from McDonald's. She, she did eat your cheeseburger. So your ad campaign was very successful, but she, she broke her fast. So you guys, you guys are going to have to pay for that. Joe, what do you have to say about that? Well, <laughs> I'm adding, I have to add some information here. We've okay. just received, oh, cor- according to the court documents, she's reportedly suing McDonald's for $14. $14? $14. Why didn't, why didn't someone just give her 14 bucks? I think at this point in the court case, mm-hmm. I think someone just gets out $14 and just hands it to her and, hands it to her and says, fuck up. see you next time. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But you know what though? You know what? Yeah. They can't let that happen now. Oh, well, cause the next person will come along and they'll sue for $14 and the next person. Yeah. And the next, yeah, you're person. right. And every soon they'll be out of money. Yeah. They're just going to be giving hamburgers away. Yeah. Or they could do it behind closed doors in a closed settlement. Yeah. And beat them with a sock full of hamburgers. Take so delicious. <laughs> like you like our fucking hamburgers. <laughs> like, um, all right. So yeah, $14, $14. Who would sue for 14 bucks? I think it's, it's obviously probably just the point that, that, that they, were, they were utterly irresistible that she felt the need. Well, so she says, she says it's breaching consumer protection law and insult and insulting her religious feelings. I don't know, man, dude, she just has no self-control. I Yeah. I, I get at this point, then uh, the, if, if this went through, it just mean any, any time an advertising campaign gets you to buy something, you can just sue them for the value of whatever it was. What if you're like a recovering alcoholic and you see a fucking Coors Light commercial? Oh, go like, to town. In fact, I'm actually pretty sure that those, com- the, those lawsuits are actually real. Are you serious? Yeah. There actually have been lawsuits from people who have different il- illnesses yeah. that end up suing advertising companies for marketing to them. That has actually happened in the past. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I'm not on board with that. Like, I know it's, it's tough to like, I mean, I get how it. How do you because, sell that? Right. Because somebody is, that's like, that's the whole thing about comedy. Right. Um, you know, comedians, uh, push the envelope and inevitably they're going to offend somebody. Yes. So as an advertisement company, like, your goal is to get people to buy your food. Right. You can't take into consideration the people who, who don't want to eat it or they can't eat it or drink it or whatever. Right. Like, right. Cause it just totally defeats the purpose. Well, it's the general principle, right? It's the general principle of if you're going to advertise something and if you open those floodgates, then anybody who feels, feels even slightly, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Perturbed for being advertised to right. It's going to come after you for money or, yeah. or let's, let's take a pro let's take a problem gambler, right? Sure. Gam- advertising for your casino is generally legal. Oh, here right? you go. That, okay. That's a perfect example. 
because they can advertise via the casino. Um, but <sighs> I think in, at least in Pennsylvania, like you have to present like all of the numbers that you're supposed to call. And I think you have to put yes. like a disclaimer on the advertisement and everything. Yeah. Or like, do you have a, do you have a, um, do you have a gambling problem? Right. And I think those have to be on like every advertisement, sure. at least in Pennsylvania. I wouldn't doubt that maybe if this, this issue continues. And this is also Russian law too, by the way. I wish I had a good Russian accent because I could have fun with that, but I don't. Um, you will eat the cheeseburger. <laughs> there you go. Um, eat the cheeseburger. <laughs> this sounds like Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, um, eat the come on, eat some cheeseburgers. Come on, the good, not, the delicious. It's not even Russian. <laughs> no, it's Austrian. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I wonder if like, um, if eventually like fast food chains in their advertisements are going to have to have like a little disclaimer thing at the yep, bottom. That the says, number. Like, do you have an eating disorder or right. um, for eating problems? Call this number. Yeah. And it have to, it have to be on the bottom or at the end of every commercial, the announcer has to do like that really awkward rapid fire. Yeah. If you have any, if you, yeah, if you, if you feel uh, vulnerable by food, yeah, <laughs> please call, please call this number. If we've inadvertently influenced you to eat our burgers and yes. you didn't want to call this number. Yeah. We'll talk you down. Mm. Like, yeah. Don't, like we'll, don't do it. Like we will buy you a salad. So uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know where this one's going to go, but it's right there on Fox business. Yeah. All right. So Joe, I found a, uh, I found another one. Um, this is actually, it's sort of along the same lines as a uh, gocaine. Um, our, our, you mean our new sponsor, <laughs> our new sponsor, gocaine. Uh, so this, uh, this headline on, all that is interesting.com. Okay. Um, is, uh, it says introducing atomic vodka, the first liquor made from the crops grown <clears throat> in the Chernobyl exclusion zone. Hmm. Yeah. Let that, hmm. one, let that one sit for a minute because I, I mean, I think everyone knows what happened at Chernobyl. Yes. So, okay. Wait, it's, it's the first vodka grown from the crops. Mm hmm that have grown in the, in the Chernobyl exclusion zone. Yes. Uh, I believe vodka is made. It's first liquor potatoes, right? Yeah. I think it's potatoes. Um, other, other whiskeys and stuff are made from like corn and right. Um, you know, different wheats and whatever, but, uh, yeah. So they, so they grow the potatoes, um, in the exclusion zone, in the exclusion uh, zone from in fucking Chernobyl. And then they turn it into vodka. Yes. Would you drink this? Okay, so I have to make a broad assumption here, okay? Yeah. I have to assume, because parts of the Chernobyl exclusion zone have been deemed, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but people do go to the Chernobyl exclusion zone now. Yeah. You can get out of your car and walk around. I want to go there, actually. Yeah, I, I think it would be fascinating. Now, the Geiger counter is going to be going nuts. However, it's not there's, enough to hurt you in a short amount of time. There's certain areas that you still can't go to. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, exactly. But I think there's like a, I think it's like a four or six hour window that you can be in there safely. Yeah. You can, you can, you can F around for like four to six hours. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think would be amazing. Yeah. And enough time to get photos, look at the abandoned apartment complexes, yeah. look at the abandoned buildings and houses and playgrounds. Did you ever see the, the show, uh, Chernobyl oh, Diaries? It's actually good. I I saw the re the retelling. Oh, on HBO. Yeah, that was amazing. Fine, I'll say it right here on the show right now. If you have not watched Chernobyl, yeah. on HBO Max, dude, 
it's a must watch. It's so good. It's an absolute must watch. I'm sure there's some liberties taken with the story and everything. Um, but for the most part, it was like, from what I like remember, yes, and I have also researched it and it's it was very accurate. It's yeah. That's a good way to put it in terms of like retellings of history. Yeah. It's pretty accurate. Yeah. And then of course they had to like, you know, Titanic it up and, and add like, you know, storylines yeah, and yeah. characters and stuff like that. Um, you know, there wasn't like a love story per se, like, like that, but no, but the, the, in case anyone's watching it, the, the one the woman scientist in it mm. is a, essentially a stand in for the scientists that were involved. It's Cause yes. they couldn't have like 25, 30 scientists, too many characters, too many characters. Yeah. So they basically take all of the, besides the main scientist who was assigned to Chernobyl, they assign a woman scientist in the retelling just to make the story flow better. But that woman scientist, so good, yeah. I was, I had heard from other people that it was good. I, we've totally changed the subject here. I had heard <laughs> yeah. from other people that it was good. And then I sat down and watched it and I couldn't take my eyes off of it. I'm just sitting there pounding through the episodes because yeah. of like, even though I know what happens next. Yeah, Carrie and I both watched it um, pretty quick. I think it was over like two days. Yeah. Um, yeah, we binged it. But yeah, again, like it, it like Titanic. Yeah. You know what the fuck happens at the end. But the story was so good in Chernobyl. Then you ended up watching it. Oh, dude, you had to watch every yeah. every piece of it. It was done so well. I, we don't need to beat it. Yeah, sure. Death. We don't need to beat up Chernobyl. But back to the crop. So yes. this thing, this is this is made from assuming potatoes grown. It looks like a vodka, yeah. So I okay, so I would probably try it. I would try it under the assumption, like you said, that it's it's probably safe. I mean, I can't, I, yeah, I can't imagine that somebody's willfully. Oh my God, Joe! You know what we need to do? Get some. We need to fucking order some. Okay. <laughs> How do you get it? Chernobyl atomic vodka. Yeah, dude, we're gonna have to figure out because okay. we're gonna try this on yes. the podcast. I, I think we should. We totally should, dude. I mean, if it if, if they let people walk around there and if they let people grow product there, then I mean, apparently at this point, it's safe enough. Well, I mean, you don't want to add that. Like, that's not going to be their slogan. It's safe <laughs> it's enough. Safe enough. <laughs> like, try atomic vodka from, from Chernobyl. It's, it's safe, safe enough. enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like it's like cocaine. <laughs> right. It's safe enough. enough. Like, it's pretty much legal. Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Um, all right. So, I think you had, you had one more, or was that it? Uh, I just have Chernobyl atomic vodka. and Oh, actually, hold on. Sorry, I moved away from the mic there. You have the, I see you have the McDonald's one. I thought you said something about pigs or something. What oh, I have. Okay. I have one here. This is, this is kind of interesting. It's another short one. Mm -hmm. An 84 year old man was fined $293,000 for possessing a German world war II tank that he kept in his basement. How would you fit that in your basement? I don't know. And I think you have, to have a pretty good sized basement. I think I'm, I'm looking at the article here and it says, I think it was Germany, an investigation into the, so here we go, mm -hmm. an investigation into the man's home in Heikendorf. Okay. I'm, I'm not German, so I apologize to Heiken, yeah, he Heikendorf, Northern Germany in 2015, apparently this happened a while ago, unveiled a World War II era Panther tank. Uh, so it was a Panther, um, as well as a plethora of ammunition. Uh, and apparently the court... Uh, so in the United States, and it gets complicated, you can actually own demilitarized tanks in the United States if you really want to buy one. But I'm assuming this was not demilitarized. This is not, no, well, apparently, and this is, what, this is what the article says, 
Uh, he also had the tank and the ammunition and a plethora of ammunition. So the court ruling ordered on the 2nd of August stated that the man must sell or donate the tank and the, okay, and he had an anti-aircraft cannon too to a museum or collector within the next two years. He did not. Uh, or, or that's, that's what, he, what has. he has to do now because I don't think in Germany, unlike the United States, where basically like you can buy anything you want, like he, I don't think does, you can own that stuff. Does in he Germany. have to do that or he gets fined or he gets fined and still has to do that? I think he got fined and then oh. he has to donate it. So he got the double whammy. Damn, that sucks. They should have given the option. I was going to, you know, that is kind of, I mean, it's the equivalent of, it's 250,000 in, in Germany, our U.S. equivalent of 293,000. Like that does seem steep yeah. for something that you, like if you're not harming anybody or you weren't literally driving the tank out on the street, if it was in your. And who would, who would have. I don't, that's what I don't understand. That much cash that you could pay that fine for one thing. Yeah. Um, if somebody sued me for that, I'd just be like, okay, well, like, you can't have it because I don't have it. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, sure. Maybe he could try and sell it to like a, or could he, can he sell it? Like can get the money for the fine? He says, okay, so it does say he must sell or donate the tank. So oh, potentially oh, okay. he could sell the tank. So to like a, a licensed collector or yes. something? Okay. Yeah. So maybe that would help. It took, apparently it took 20 soldiers. So because they actually treated it like live, oh, like okay. live weapons. Yeah. It took 20 soldiers, nine hours to remove the trove of military hardware from the unnamed man's home. And apparently, so this is where it gets really sketchy. Mm. Apparently, there was also a horde of like Nazi memorabilia. So well, that probably did not go over well. No. And and if you know anything about Germany, it's... Mm. And obviously, no... I think everyone's understanding of that. Germany tries to uh, look past World War II as much as possible. Which, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So yeah, so they they want to they want to erase any any shit that looks like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they 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 get it in a museum. They explain the history, but they don't. I'm pretty sure they really don't want people with that memorabilia in their houses. No, no. no. And that guy, you know what? Since he had all kinds of Nazi shit hanging around, maybe the fucker should be fine. I was gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, at They're least not like, taking easy on him. You know, like you know what, sir, sir. Yeah. <laughs> At least what the what the article was explaining definitely seems to lean into the fact that he was a he liked Nazi stuff. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to end the podcast. Well, on but, that. On that note, Joe. <laughs> um, yeah. So okay. Um, let's not end on that. So let's. Uh, um, let me think here. Um, what do you got there? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Have you tried any of the beef jerky I had here? I have your beef. The, the beef jerky is delicious. Yeah. Um, if you, if you're a big beef jerky fan, this is a, this is a un, unpaid, unsolicited. This actually is on, right. We're, we just enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I get my beef jerky from Steelers meat in the, out in Seneca. Seneca Where, where's it at in Seneca? It's sort of like out by like the Mung's Tasty Freeze. If you're local. So, so if you're local to the area, you'll know where I'm talking <laughs> head about. Head out to the Mung's Tasty Freeze and get Dude, some. It is the best jerky. It is the best. I love it. Every time we go golfing or whatever, I'm like, I brought jerky. <laughs> and. It, and pick yourself up so a set of some some palmace and pineapple, grand amber. If you like some pineapple, brandy, you like it. Yeah, it's it's not bad. I enjoy it to go with your beef jerky. Right. Yeah. No, I don't know if it, does it go good together. I'm just gonna say yes. Yeah. But I'm also gonna preface that with I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's time for some weird news. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The right. weird news. We got some weird news today. We do. Hopefully you weird news fans are happy. I hope so. 
Yeah. And I found one. You found two. Yes. If we have time yes. for two. So just in case you get to two, I'm going to let you go first. So I'll be in the middle. Okay. All right. Round one <laughs> of the weird news. Okay. And so I've go. got, this is, this is, I, I, I always verify this stuff. Mm -hmm. You never know. You I know, don't. What, what's bullshit. I'm glad you don't. That way one of us is not <laughs> right. doing it. I but see anyway, the surface is... level. I'm like, meh, this might be true. <laughs> <laughs> the, the moon's crashing into the earth, whatever. Yeah. Surprise, guys. All right. So this is a guy. He, he's got a truck. Mm -hmm. The headline is squirrel stores 350 pounds of nuts in man's pickup truck. That's a lot of nuts, dude. And they, they showed a picture and it's legit. They are everywhere. Like, you know how, if, you know how most vehicles today, mm -hmm. there isn't a lot of room in the engine cavity or whatever, yeah. or in the, in the, under the hood. Well, this squirrel managed to stuff, um, walnuts throughout the entirety of the compartment of, of, of the, the engine compartment. compartment. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. And he, this guy says, so he says, he said, it was like basically like this back and forth and it's been happening for years. Apparently this one squirrel, it's like, a, apparently it's one squirrel every year waits for the fall. And then it's a red squirrel. Apparently they're, mm. they're smaller, I guess every year without a doubt, he stacks hundreds of pounds of nuts in this dude's truck. I, I'm just like, and they have like video and stuff of it. So apparently it's real. Like I've heard of this happening before, but this is ridiculous. Don't they have like a, don't they just stop at some point? Like when like we have enough nuts. I, I think they, I, that's right. That squirrels do weird shit like that. Right. Where they just keep going. It's just ingrained into them. That's in their nature just to collect nuts. Well, I guess. Okay. So if you're a squirrel, right. And you don't know a thing about vehicles. You just know that this thing has massive cavities in it that you can just stick your walnuts in. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Um, what? Uh, hang on a second. Oh, God, I'm on the wrong bank. There you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, I hope I don't sound stupid, but where's a walnut come from? Like, what is that? Is it on like a tree? Like Walnut tree, yeah. Walnut, and, okay. and of course, it has walnut trees. So the squirrel... In fact, he says he has pictures of the squirrel like waiting for him to go inside. And then as soon as he goes inside, it just starts running back and forth and storing nuts in the car. Okay. Or the truck. You can get that many nuts off of one tree? A couple, I think. Damn. But yeah, I mean, I I've seen walnut trees. I mean, they, they drop they drop their pods everywhere. Okay. I mean, it's 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 just they they're everywhere. You know, you run them over with a lawnmower or, or, or they just sit there, you know? Did they, uh, like, they took all the nuts out of the car and actually weighed them? Is that they did? Yeah, he did. He's got, in fact, he's got four. He's got, at least in the picture, he has four buckets of them. And he says it comes to 350 pounds. Is he leaving them out for the squirrel? No, I, he gets rid of the nuts and that happens again the next year. Wow. So the, see, he said the problem is, is that since he can't, he, the squirrel starts, he empties them. The squirrel then, and then as soon as he empties them, the squirrel does it again. It's because he has to wait for them to all fall off the tree. Right. Oh, okay. And, and he tried this. It says in the past, he sprayed the car with Tabasco sauce and, and cayenne pepper mix. He says it was somewhat effective, he said, until the squirrels just basically like ignored it and was like, this is great. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like 
could kill the squirrel, but he assuming he doesn't want to shoot the squirrel. Well, it's become it's become he said it's become humorous at this point, yeah. right? Like it's just it's a it's this looks like an old Chevy Silverado or something, right? And he's just like whatever. Yeah, you know, I don't think I could either. I would probably enjoy watching that. <laughs> he says, "I have been dealing with the red squirrel since 2013. This has now become a sort of ritual, with it filling my truck with nuts and me trying to remove them." It's 2013. Yeah. All right, hang on, I gotta look it up. How long? How squirrel? Long oh God! Do squirrels live? <laughs> Holy Just to shit! Just make sure, right? Anywhere from 15 to 18 years. Okay, so yeah, so it's it's, it's the same squirrel. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that about squirrels. I oh, and this is—did like I mention years. this is North North Dakota? Is that they live so, longer up there? <laughs> I, I think so. I think there's nothing to do except yeah, except that. Well, I guess they probably have long winters, right? Um, yeah, that's why he was yeah 350 pounds. Yeah, that's a lot of a lot of nuts. Mm-hmm. Um. So okay, I have I have a story. You want to rotate? You go. I'll go this time. Okay. Yeah, I think we should have. Uh, yeah, we should have time for all three. Um, oh yeah. So all right. So my story. Um, I saw this and it was pretty funny. This takes uh, takes place in Turkey. Um, okay. So a, a Turkish gentleman who was uh, fifty one years old. He was out in the woods drinking with his buddy, and uh, when they when they left, uh, his buddy went home. Okay. And dude didn't show back up home. Like the guy that was out, uh, his name was uh, like Bayhan or something. So he, so he didn't go home. Okay. He didn't go home. Uh, okay. his, his wife uh, got a hold of the friend that he was out drinking with and said, uh, you know, like, where's, where's Bayhan? He's like, last time I saw him, he was walking into the woods. Like, oh, shit. like okay. I don't know, maybe he was going to take a piss or something. Um, yeah. So anyway, so she waited and waited, waited. He, he didn't come home. And so like a few hours had gone by and she called the authorities and they put together a search party for this guy. And uh, so there, there's a whole bunch of people out and they're searching for him. And, and Behan was, uh, he, he, he recognized what was happening with all these people in the woods and they were, they were yelling and he was he was helping and he was yelling out Behan, Behan, like they're looking for Behan. <laughs> and then someone and then he turned to somebody and said, Who who's Behan? And they said uh, his last name. And he's like, Oh shit. It's like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so dude was actually actively involved in a search party <laughs> for himself. <laughs> but, oh, that's great. But because he was drunk still. The person didn't believe him. Uh, oh, of he was course, like, right? You're like, you're gonna say, you're gonna say, stop, stop it. That's yeah, not come you. on. Well, yeah, yeah, right, whatever, whatever, drunk ass. Um, but uh, yeah, so he kept telling, he's like, dude, he's like, I'm, I'm the guy, it's me, and nobody would believe him. So finally, he actually ran into a friend of his that was in the search party, and he verified that yes, in fact, it was that's who they were looking for, and then they <laughs> they called the search party off. All right, that's that's fantastic. I. I hope to someday not be involved with my own search party for myself, but it's still hilarious. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, I wonder, I wonder how you got to feel when, when you real, when you put two and two together and you're like, Oh shit, it's me. It's me. (laughs) You just turn around, leave. 
<laughs> yeah, are you or right, or do you just leave like you gotta tell somebody, but I mean it's gotta be so awkward to be like, okay, um I think there's been a real I think there's been a real mix up here. I'm Behan. Uh you're looking for me. Yeah, or or you just dart to the woods like like two hundred yards up up past everybody. And then just yeah, lay, yeah, yeah. lay down again, like beside a tree, pretend you're sleeping. <laughs> like we found him. <laughs> Snore extra loud so yeah. they find you. Yeah. And then yeah. and then everyone and then everyone will be happy, right? That's right. Yeah, somebody will be the the hero that found him. Um. All right. So what's your uh, next story, Jack? All right. So this, I think this one is 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 it's it's dangerous mm-hmm. and violent, but it's also kind of funny if you could look past that part. So ready for this? Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. A ninja, yeah, I, and I said that, and this is also on NPR. Okay, okay. this is on NPR. Right, not, a, not ninja, on the onion. <laughs> no, this is not the onion. Right. This is not the onion on NPR either. Okay, a ninja with a sword assailed a U.S. Army special operations unit in California. What? I know, right? Just take that in for a second. <laughs> Let's just read it again, just for posterity. A ninja mm-hmm. with a sword assailed a U.S. Army Special Operations Unit in California. <laughs> and this is, I'm just going to have to read this part to you because it's the only way to describe it, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a ahead. man wearing full ninja garb attacked members of a U.S. Army Operations Unit in the middle of the night in the California desert setting off a scramble for safety and resulting in at least two injuries, according to police and other records. <laughs> ah! What the heck? Who Who is this guy? Like, why? It's it, this whole uh, I don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> I know, right? Like, I mean, because, like, the jokes start coming out. You're like, well, if it was a ninja, they would have never seen him, right? That's right. So it wasn't a real ninja, obviously. Um, it was obviously a ninja in training. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like invade this, uh, invade this uh, uh, military base. And yeah. So he, yes, exactly. Like you can tell they they probably knew he's out there because they hear him sneak around with like. Mm, mm, oh, mm. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's, that's what I was thinking of when I was reading this. Like, I was like, this guy like jumping off of rocks and out of trees, and he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he purposely this- makes the really loud sword noise when he unsheaths his sword. Yeah. Like, what is that noise? Like, it sounds like a ninja, man. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> There's no ninjas around here. Like, <laughs> that sounds like a ninja. <laughs> well, they actually, they even have a photo. This guy was carrying a freaking katana. They have an actual photograph of this. Yes, yes, they actually have a photograph of the katana this guy was carrying. I mean, listen to this. This is this is straight out of some. I don't know. This is straight out of uh, a comedy a, a, movie, a, a comedy movie. Yeah. Listen to this. It describes how a staff sergeant was smoking a late night cigarette near an airport hangar when an unknown person wearing full ninja garb approached him with a question. And so the ninja what do you think goes, he asked him? The ninja goes, do you know who I am? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right. So like, you know what I'm thinking when I'm reading this, right? My name is Huang. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Right? <laughs> oh, so, no. Yeah. And and, the, and he the sergeant said he did not. And so the ninja goes, do you know where my family is? When the sergeant said he did not know, the person in a ninja guard began to slash at him with a katana. Wow. The report states. 
adding that the sergeant's leg and phone were struck. So he got away, but he, he took some, unfortunately, he took some blows in the process. Do you think the ninja's mouth moved differently than the words coming out? <laughs> if if I, I can't, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say yes. Right? <laughs> nah, it's just, it's old movie stuff. Right. It's old, right. It's the old, like, uh, old, refor- uh, whatever you call it, dubbed over uh, ninja movies, right? Yeah. Now I do have to ask, um, just because I have to know, and this yes. is not a racial thing. Was this gentleman um, Japanese? All I can do is read you his name because it, it doesn't it doesn't actually say. We can probably so. I mean, could, I mean, okay, what's his name? So, police officers located the ninja suspect. So he was the ninja suspect, which probably explains why you could even hear him. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't a fully trained ninja yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Police officers located the ninja suspect on a nearby road, uh, but the man refused. This is the man refused to follow commands and brandished the sword at, at deputies. OK, this is this part's great. The sheriff's office said projectile rounds were used, but were ineffective. It added he was probably swiping at the bullets <laughs> with his sword. Yes, that's exactly it. He's blocking them with the sword. Yeah, a, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know, ineffective. It's, it's, <laughs> he's wow. chopping him in half while they're on the way in. He just—he's narrowing the sight. He's like, "Oi, <laughs> right? <laughs> Those fools!" Yeah. The the two cops like fire a couple rounds. They look at each other like, "No way!" Yeah, he chops him in half. Right. He appears oh, behind him. Right. Yeah. He taps him on the shoulder. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, throws a so, smoke bomb. <laughs> disappears yeah. off into the night. Well, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess, right? I mean, we could laugh about it, but they did. Uh, the deputies did finally use a taser on him, and he dropped the sword, uh, uh, and the deputies were able to take him into custody. His name was, as is publicly reported, mm-hmm. his name was Gino Rivera, 35. Gino Rivera? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I, I can't tell from that name, so I don't know. But everything about this story, just I'm laughing my ass off, just like we were, because I'm thinking of him deflecting the bullets like, yeah. with the sword and shit, right? But, oh, dude, that's funny. But apparently Man. the phaser, he couldn't deflect, he couldn't deflect the, uh, uh, not the phaser, I said the phaser. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the taser. The taser, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, no. My weakness. No, oh, right? Yeah, so I thought that one, that that is going to go down, I think, in the Weird News uh, Hall of Fame. That's a great if one, we ha- dude. God. If we ever start, if we ever start a Weird News Hall of Fame, there might have to be. Yeah, that one in the in the the uh, the, the blow up doll one that ended up in the river. <laughs> yes, that was a pretty funny one. <laughs>